Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. I'm here with Dean McMurray, the military medium. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Except for one little detail. And that is, Dean McMurray can't make it today, which is kind of unfortunate because I wanted to introduce him to a former co-host who is now returning as a current co-host, Shelly Epperly. And, and Shelly, it's been a couple of years since we've had you on, but you haven't changed a bit. You're looking good. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We haven't changed a bit either from two <laughs> I changed backgrounds. That's about it. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. I used to have that other background, but that's okay. Yeah. But uh, no, things are look, you're, you're looking good. You look, I mean, from what I've seen on Facebook, it looks like life's been really good for you. So that's good. Yeah. Life is good. It's very good. That's a great thing. And I learned something else that uh, we're going to take advantage of uh, in weeks to come. We may even touch on it a little bit today uh, because Dean, as everybody knows, is the military medium. So he has. Uh, some psychic abilities. We've actually been doing some psychic experiments on the show on uh, the last few weeks with him. Although last week we had David Strickle on the show. David is a channeler who uh, channels like um, Esther channels Abraham Hicks. And so that's always a lot. Nice. Yeah, really, really good. Um, but uh, b- prior weeks before that, we've been doing some psychic experiments, mainly with um, with cards. He has a, a, a deck of um, cards that are all horse themed, but they're spiritual cards. I've got a a deck of um, kind of similar things, angel card kind of things. Mm-hmm. And so we, we've been trying to um, visualize in advance what kinds of stuff is on the card, what colors do we see, you know, what 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 kind of imagery and so forth, and inviting people who are in our live stream to participate. And it's been a lot of fun. So when I heard that you also do the tarot cards, I figured, oh well, maybe we can tie you into that as well, in addition to whatever it is that you're able to share with the tarot. So yeah, that is. That's just awesome because I, I was really looking forward to meeting him just because I'm, even though I read cards, I'm kind of skeptic, (laughs) but there's there's certain, there's certain mediums and channelers that I really appreciate. Um, I love the Long Island medium, Teresa. Mm, She's she's just a scream and she, she's really good. And then of course, Abraham with her Hicks and stuff, but, um, but I've I've always thought if I ever had a chance to talk to a medium because I lost my father when I was eight. Mm. And, but I've never I feel like I was old enough to understand what death was at the at that time, and I was able to mourn him and get that mm. out of my system as a kid. Mm-hmm. But so I don't feel like I mean some people really feel like they need to talk to their loved ones that have passed over just so they can have some closure, and I've never really felt like that because of just my beliefs about, you know, passing on to the other side. But I've always just thought it would be fun. It would just be interesting yeah. to see what came up. So, Well, I've actually had that experience, not through a medium, but directly. Uh, my father passed in March of 2008. And uh, there's a fun story that goes along with that. My sister has, for, for many years now, been developing her psychic abilities and has developed them to a certain extent. And she was with my mom in my mom's church the Sunday following my dad's passing. And he passed on a Tuesday, I believe it was. And that Sunday they were, they were sitting in the church together. And all of a sudden my sister started getting this massive headache. And she 
had enough presence of mind to recognize that from the classes she had taken, she took classes in how to develop your psychic abilities and so forth, mm -hmm. that this was very likely a contact from non-physical. And mm -hmm. so obviously, because my dad had just passed, the first thought that went to her mind was, oh, I wonder if that's dad. So she sent out a little message, dad, is that you? And immediately got back a yes. And she was all excited. And also being my sister, she quickly went right to the nub of you know the kind of thing that we all want to know about. She said, what's it like on the other side? <laughs> Not how are you doing? Oh, so glad to hear from you. What's it like on the other side? And the message she got back was festive. Oh. So she told me that story. And when she told me that story, I instantly knew, first of all, that it was a true story, that it literally was my dad who had contacted her. And the way I knew that is, I have never in my life heard my sister use the word festive. It is, however, precisely the kind of word my dad would use. Aww. It's what I call a dad word, you know, yeah. so that, that really cued for me. And, and I think we all, I mean, she shared the story obviously with the whole family and we all realized, yeah, she'd really heard from dad. And first of all, that, that created a really interesting situation because we had a memorial service for him scheduled a couple days after that. And Louise and I went and you know, my brother went and, you know, we were all there mm -hmm. and we're sitting in, they have this, like this parlor, like an antechamber, so to speak, to where their sanctuary is. And I didn't know any of the people. I didn't know their minister and, and the minister was sitting with us there and we're all chatting. The family's all chatting. We're all having a good time and so forth. And the minister has this really quizzical look on his face, but you know, everything's fine. And so after we're done and I guess they're getting everything set up, they get everything set up. So we go into the sanctuary where they're doing the service. And he gets up and he, and he gives his, uh, little presentation about my dad. And he starts off, he prefaces it by saying, he is absolutely astonished and amazed at how powerful our family's faith is. And I'm scratching my head. I'm looking at Louise. She's looking at me like, what are we talking about here? Because Louise and I aren't even churchgoers. My brother isn't a churchgoer. My sister goes occasionally. My mom is probably the most faithful one. And she's since passed on. Um, my, my niece was there. She wasn't much of a church. I mean, we didn't understand what he was talking about. Well, what he was talking about was how easily we had accepted dad's death. It wasn't bugging us. He thought he was there in the parlor to console us and comfort us in our hour of need. And it was actually just the opposite. And so he concluded that our faith was extremely powerful. Now, I hadn't really thought about it in those terms, but I don't think it was really faith. It was knowledge. Like, mm -hmm. we knew he was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so so there was nothing to mourn. I actually did all my mourning before he died, which is really a strange thing. I love that. <laughs> I just love that so much because it is really it's we miss the person, but their their yeah. soul just fought like there's no, you know, people get so dramatic about all of it. And mm -hmm. I mean, I understand that because some people that's what they need to do to get through it. I'm not saying it's the wrong way to deal oh, with sure. it, but, yeah. but it's just it's just interesting. I like to analyze things, so I just do it naturally. And so it's just really interesting to watch, you know, as people, you know, I've had, I've had a really good friend that, that they thought she committed suicide. And then her sister was like, I'm pretty sure it was an accident. And then I actually went online. There's a local psychic and every once in a while he'll just do free readings. He'll do mm -hmm. like a Facebook live and just do free readings, probably mm -hmm. just as a promo thing. And so he just said, I'm getting a T name and, um, and I just put in, 
I have a friend, Terry, that passed away several years ago, and he w- and he just zoned in on me. I mean, there's probably a thousand people on this live stream. <laughs> and he, like, zoned in on me. He goes, this is for Shelly. Everybody else, you you know, stop commenting because it was making the feed go crazy. And, right. of course, people kept commenting. But um, he just said, I see, like, something that has to do with high school, some sort of reunion. I'm like, that's the last time I saw her was at the high school. You know, we went to the high school reunion together. And then he said, you need to tell her family that it wasn't her fault. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I got off with that. And it wasn't like closure for me. I think it was more for them. But it was just kind of cool that little thing because I was like, okay, that's all I need to hear. I don't want to take anybody else's (laughs) time. So, so yeah, I let them know that, that, yeah, it was like it was an accident. But. But even then, you know, I knew what a tortured soul she was here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we were really close. And I think that, you know, I was I was one of her, you know, kind of bases or whatever she would call me when she was not doing well. And and uh, there was a there was a big sense of relief when I knew that she passed. Like I was mm-hmm. sad, but it was just like, oh, now she doesn't have to deal. You know, yeah. and I'm. And my dad, my dad also um, committed suicide. Well, I guess Terry didn't, but my dad did. And so, you know, as a kid, you don't know how to handle that. But as an adult, I've just realized so many reasons why that was supposed to happen and why mm. why he did it, and you know, stuff like that. And so it's just like you said, it's like he's he's fine. Right. Right. In fact, I think I think he's come back around. I've talked to my aunts and stuff, and I think he's come back around. So, and I, I'm going to share a story about my dad coming back. I'll, I'll share that one in a minute. I want to make sure though that I, because it just came to my mind, there's something I have to tell our audience. We have something in common, you and I. We share a birthday. And it, oh, yeah, it, but, yeah. so, so, so when you said that you're very analytical, I thought to myself, well, yeah, that makes sense. We have the same birthday. I'm analytical too. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's another thing that I'm like have on my list right now. I haven't wanted to do this ever, but it just, I watched a little video on it and it's been sticking with me for a couple weeks. I want to learn how to read, um, astrological charts. Oh, okay. So I'm going to get like, I think I'm just going to get the book for dummies, you know, one of those ones Mm -hmm. because they're just really easy and, and just go from there and see if I like it. But I just think that would be a fun thing to add to the tarot. And um, yeah, anyways, go ahead. (laughs) We'll get to that in a moment because you, you have the tarot card. So we'll, we'll talk about that. I did want to tell you the story though, because um, like I said, we we had that experience on that uh, Sunday or that Tuesday, actually the memorial service. Um, And that was kind of interesting. Now, like I said, I, I hadn't, I had done all my mourning before he passed, so it was kind of surreal the days afterward because I wasn't feeling any need to mourn. And uh, my wife, Louise, I think I've told you this in the past, she's a former psychotherapist. And mm-hmm. uh, at one point I said to her, you know, is this normal? <laughs> Shouldn't I be feeling something, you know, some pain or some anger or something? And she said, well, you know, it, you know, maybe you didn't do all, I, cause she knew I had done some mourning before he died. I was pretty mm-hmm. upset a couple of times. Um, but yeah, and it never came up again. So I, I really did do all my morning before then. What I did have though, that most people have, I think, is I wanted, I had that feeling of wanting to have a, another conversation with him. Like, oh, geez, I'll never get to talk to him again. That mm-hmm. kind of and I, I, I didn't really, I mean, I knew about law of attraction at that point. I barely knew about it. I had seen the secret six months before. I mean, that's how early this was in the process for me. Um, but I knew a little bit about it and realized, okay, well, yes, you could 
that that's potentially something that you could ask for. But at the time that I wasn't really thinking about it as an ask. I was just, you know, I was kind of ruminating, geez, it'd be really great to talk to dad again. About two months later, I found myself in the middle of, I, I guess I'd have to call it a waking dream. I was asleep. It was at night and I, I woke up somewhat, but I was still asleep. I knew I was asleep. I could tell I was in bed. I could tell my eyes were closed. I was telling, I could tell all that stuff was going on, but I had a very, very strong level of awareness. It wasn't what they call, um, a lucid dream. In other words, I didn't feel like I had a whole lot of control over the dream. I had some, but not a whole lot. It's not like I could direct the the events or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But the dream in the dream, I met with my dad, believe it or not, at a college campus on a hillside. Why? I have absolutely no idea. What college? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> All I knew was that it was a campus. You know, the closest thing I can come to an explanation is that I grew up six blocks from a, a small college campus. Maybe that's where that idea came from. I don't know. Um, but it was incidental because it was really just about having the chance to chat with my dad. And we had this really long, I'd say 45 minute to an hour conversation is what it subjectively felt like. Now, it's a dream state. I don't know what actually happened in terms of time, but that's what it actually felt like, 45 minutes or so to maybe an hour. And we touched on everything. I mean, by the time we were done, I just felt like, oh, great. I had my conversation with my dad. I got to check in with how he was doing. I got to ask him stuff about you know his life and so forth. I got to just... I got to have the conversation and it really wasn't even so much about the content. It was just about having that emotional connection. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that about my, my grandmother passed away in 2018 and, and she always told me I was her favorite, which, which was, which was great on one hand, but, but also when she said it in front of my cousins and my brother and stuff, it was awkward. Like, yeah. Timing is everything. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. but anyways, um, I would talk to her for out, like sometimes we'd talk for an hour or two, you know, and mm-hmm. at least once a week and a few times I'd talk to her every day cause she fell down one time and I was just making sure every single day that she was getting everything she needed when she was still in California. And anyways, I just really, I was actually thinking about that yesterday. Like I, I don't even remember the last time I, like, you know, like there was that last time, but I didn't realize it was the last time because at, because like a month or two before she passed, she started losing it mentally. So I couldn't really have a conversation with her on the phone anymore. Right. It was just mm-hmm. it was just too bizarre. And she couldn't understand what I was saying to her. And right. Right. Yeah. And it, but it was just like, when what was that last conversation that we had that was like this lucid you know, conversation between the two of us. And I just wish it's one of those things where you wish that you knew that it was the last one, but then also you don't because then it would have just been, you wouldn't have been able to enjoy the experience. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I I think these experiences happen for a reason. I think they happen um, because we're particularly for for people like you and I who have an interest in, in these more spiritual type, topics and conversational points and so forth. I think it's important for us because we need to kind of build that connection. We need to have a better uh, sense of that connection that we all have to Mm -hmm. the total, to the non-physical. I I, actually, I hesitate to call it non-physical. The stream, the stream of David um, that David Strickle channels often tells us, you know, we're, 
you know, there's no such thing as, as, a, as it being non-physical. They're physical too. It's just a different kind of physicality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not quite sure what the right, well, I guess energy, perhaps that's the best way of describing yeah. it. It's all energy. It's, it's the en- pure energy side versus the energy slash physical body side. Um, but yeah, we're all, we're all connecting to that and we're all getting, you know, more connected and having a better understanding of it. So they're important. Um, now, as I told you before we started the show today, we, David and, or I'm sorry, Dean and I have been doing these psychic experiments and we've been including members of the live stream. I, I think we actually drove the live streamers away with all our talk about all this, uh, afterlife stuff, but, uh, some of them may come back. You never know. But, um, I, I wanted to ask you, cause you, you said you, uh, have read the tarot cards and, and you've been doing that for quite a few years. Have you ever tried to do psychic experiments with them? Um, I've done a little bit. Um, I belong to a couple Facebook groups and for a while they would just like show their hand, like a closed hand and say, what's in my hand. And I was actually pretty accurate with that because oh, I, wow. because I wouldn't, I, I've learned to really listen to my intuition and not sit there and go, Hmm, I wonder what it's like. I would look at their hand and something would come to my mind and I would immediately go to that. Mm. And, and I, you know, in my, in my tarot reading, I, I used to really just focus on the card and this is what the card means. And this, and I just use the cards as a jumping off point now. And I just get all the stuff that comes Mm -hmm. to me and I just trust it. And when I don't trust it, because there's been a couple of times when I've been like, God, this really feels like a brother, but this card doesn't have anything to do with a brother, you know, just <laughs> an example. And I wouldn't say it. And then when I would, you know, do you have any questions? And they'd be like, Oh, I think that one card was about my brother. And I'd be like, Why didn't I, you know, because then you can't say anything. Because <laughs> then you're just like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure you thought it was my brother, you know, after they said it. But, but yeah, I just l- really learned to trust that. But, but, and I've tried to do. Um, I was reading a book. It was, I don't remember what it was called, but it's basically on kind of honing your psychic, um, abilities. And it was so much about the law of attraction was there. But, um, when I was doing that, I had an experience where I usually go to bed before my husband because I usually get up like around four or five. I'm just, I love mornings and I love that quiet time. And so I went to bed and I'm just laying there like dozing off and I, felt three spirits or whatever like come in the room and like line up behind me but there's no behind me because there's just a wall behind our bed you know right right I get it was it. just like it was just like I just felt them like get up behind me and like line up behind me and I remember like kind of opening my eyes and looking around going what do you guys need <laughs> like I said that out loud and then it was just kind of like it faded away and I was like that like and I wasn't scared mm-hmm. like I've had like I've had those experiences where you get the paralysis you wake up in the middle of the night and you have the paralysis and you can't move and mm-hmm. some people say it's a physical thing that's happening and other people are like you're getting a visitor um I've always thought that I was getting a visitor um because I can see things and hear things but I can't move and I have to like fight to get out of it and it yeah. wasn't that experience because I've had those and those just kind of scare me because I'm out of control I can't mm. move to you know turn my head or anything but um yeah so I've kind of toyed with the whole psychic medium kind of thing um well, it'll be interesting to compare notes with Dean. Dean. By the way, I didn't mention Dean is not joining us today because he's getting a new internet modem and it was 
uh, being installed while we're doing the recording of the show. So obviously he couldn't do it this week, but he'll be back next week. And mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to compare notes with him about this because, um, first of all, his own approach to developing his mediumship ability, his psychic ability, um, was one that the way he learned it was a very relaxed and lighthearted way of learning it. Um, he even has a little mantra that kind of summarizes his whole, whole attitude. The mantra is, mm, it. And what he means is, don't worry about what the result is. Don't worry about what it is. Don't worry about getting it right. Don't worry about yeah. any of that. This is just fun. It's an experiment. See what happens. I love and that. It's, and it's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it plus, it's funny, too. Yeah. Uh, but by doing our experiments with that viewpoint, like, you know, if, if we can get anything right, it's a victory. And if we don't get anything right, yeah, big deal. Mm, F it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> What's really interesting, too, is that um, particularly when we've had live streamers involved, but also with Dean and myself, it's amazing how often we get stuff right. I mean, I don't think anybody's actually gotten an entire card right, although we certainly get a clue with his cards because they're all horse-based. But, like, for instance, at least one or two people will get the color of the horse right, the color of the background right. Um, there'll be, you know, something going on in the background that has certain colors. They'll get those colors or one of us will get it. I mean, there've been a lot of hits like that, a lot more yeah. than I would have expected. So that's kind of cool. And we, we're kind of experimenting to see, can we keep developing those talents? Mm-hmm. Um, now, what I can also tell you on Wednesdays, um, recently it was, uh, Cindy Chavez and Monique Scott. Monique actually has been moving on to other stuff because of one of the experiments that we did, which is pretty strange. I'll kind of quickly reiterate that story. Monique joined us in, um, I think it was February of this year. Cindy actually took a bit of a sabbatical and she came back, uh, at the end of March, early April. And in the last few weeks, we had been doing experiments from Pam Grout's book. Are you familiar with the Pam Grout books, E squared and E cubed? Here's, here's the one you can you can see it. I'll show it to you in the monitor. Oh, it's, I've definitely seen that cover, but I haven't. Yeah, it, it's basically a collection of experiments that you can do. In fact, it says at the bottom uh, nine to do nine do-it-yourself energy experiments that prove your thoughts create your reality. So they're like little simple LOA tests, not tests, but, but experiments to do. And in fact, uh, the way she structures them, she actually encourages you to make a little piece of paper, like a, a lab sheet, if you're doing a lab experiment. And you, you put down what the, the time and the date is and what the, the goal of the experiment is. And here's where you put in the results. I mean, you, you do it, you know, very methodically like that. Well, we've been doing those on the show. Uh, and about oh, three weeks ago, I think it was, uh, one of the ones that we did, it was, they're very open-ended experiments. So in other words, they are designed in such a way to keep us from being very limited. I have to have a new spigot by next Wednesday on, you know, on a green platform. You, you know, you avoid all that kind of stuff. It's more like, show me something that proves the law of attraction works and show it to me in 48 hours. It's very broad, wide open kind of a stuff. So anyway, the one that was a couple weeks ago, I don't remember the whole experiment, but part of it was specifying something we wanted to have happen within a 48 hour period. And what Monique asked for was to be contacted. She got kind of got the cue, by the way, from Cindy. Cindy had asked the first thing and she said, well, yeah, I want the same thing. I want to be contacted, she said, by somebody I haven't heard from in over 10 years. And I want it to happen in the next 48 hours. And so they were both picking that one. I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. Well, she did get somebody. In fact, both of them did. Uh, and the one that Monique got was somebody that she had previously known 
who was a real estate investor and had been at the, this was around the time of the financial crisis in 2008, just mm-hmm. leading up to it. And they had connected with the idea of Monique learning real estate investing from her. But of course, that was really not a good time to invest in real estate and everybody knew it. So you know, that kind yeah. of fell by the wayside. So they reconnected and uh, her friend, uh, what was her, she said what her name was yesterday. I can't remember what her name was. Um, Sheila, maybe not sure. Uh, but anyway, her friend was, was bringing her up to date and was encouraging her to move back to Atlanta where Monique used to live. Well, Monique was living in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, had no intention of moving back to Atlanta, but her friend talked her into it. And then the following week we did another experiment and this was a following inner guidance experiment. So in other words, just follow whatever inner guidance you get for the next 48 hours and see where it goes. Well, Monique didn't, it let her right off the show. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> what she got was to uh, continue to not only work with her friend, but she got connected through inner guidance to uh, another guy who was also a real estate investor and a really big time real estate investor, somebody who could teach her a whole bunch of stuff. And long story short, she decided to quit her job, her, her career, I should say, as a life coach and become a real estate investor. <laughs> And yeah. because she was doing that, she didn't feel the need to stay on Elevate today anymore, so she left the show. <laughs> well, I'm right now I'm listening to The Universe Has Your Back. It's on audio. Mm. And I don't remember who I don't remember who the let me see if I can see it on my phone really quick. Anyways, she was just like, you know, follow, like she does a little exercise. What is her name? Of course I can't see because I don't have any glasses on my face. This is, I, this is part of being 50, I guess. Um, <laughs> hey, I've had him since I was six. So, you know, join us. Gabrielle Bernstein or Steen, Bernstein or Bernstein. Um, anyways, um, she was just having, she has like every chapter has you do a little, you know, thing. And it was just like following your intuition, like asking, mm-hmm. and receiving and, and, what did I see? Oh, I just can't, like, I have not been seeing these on Facebook Live for a while, your podcasts, because you know how the algorithm of Facebook is if you don't talk to somebody or you don't interact for a while, you don't see their stuff. Well, plus we had been live streaming to Facebook for a while, so that would actually. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. that could have been it too. And, and so it popped up. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. I haven't watched Walt in forever. And so I watched it. And then I was just like, I just like got the intuition or whatever, the pull to just go on and say hi to you. (laughs) That's right. You did. Because I have like over the last, I'd like to, I need to see when the last time we, I was on there, but, or on here was, but you know, when I saw the stuff about your cat, I kept asking about how your kitty's doing like that. But but we haven't really talked about anything like this. And I just got that poll. And then I was like, and it was like, I, even though I was just like, I'm not asking for anything. I'm just going to say hi and see how things are going and how much I enjoyed watching the podcast today. But I, but there was this expectation there. It was like, I knew it was going to happen, <laughs> but I didn't. And then, and then when, cause I was like, Hey, enjoyed the show today. Great job or something like that. And then you immediately wrote back, Hey, I have a question for you. And I was just like, I know you do. <laughs> That's why I was thinking in my head, like, of course you do. That's why I said hi. And, 
And I remember that day. I remember that day very well because I had just finished doing a podcast episode. I was in the process of publishing it because I have to do a publishing process every time. And while I was waiting for the computer to, you know, do its calculations, I saw your message and responded. And I was thinking, wow, wouldn't it be great if Shelly decided to come back? That's what inspired my question. So you're right. There was a definite connection going on there. And it's really interesting, too. So... When I went off of the show before, because you changed the times and stuff. Right. I thought we were going to do one last show. And I had this guy, and I don't remember. I think I just, like, was doing some little impromptu coaching with him on the Log Attraction Changed My Life group. Okay. And he was telling me how he was... I don't even remember what he was doing, but he, I was like, oh, my gosh, you might be a perfect fit to be on this show, but... I'm going to be kind of pulling back from the show, but you might work out. And then when I got a hold of him and then we were going to go on the show, and then I think it was like 10 minutes into it, I contacted you and you were like, oh, I didn't think, I thought we were done. And I was like, oh, okay, like, okay. <laughs> so so I told him, I'm sorry, I thought we had another show or two, but we don't. So, um, you know, whatever. Well, then I kind of remained, friend, you know, we were still like chatting back and forth. And he just got really, like, some of his posts got really um, weird and inappropriate. Not towards me, not like he was, like, being weird towards me. But some of his posts were just, like, off the wall. Like, Mm. I mean, I can handle a lot. We, you know, use the four-letter words in our house. And, you know, like, (laughs) we're, we're not prudes by any means here. And I was just like, what is, and I like ended up like unfriending him and I'm, and it's Mm. like, you know, everything happens for a reason. I was going to like bring him on the show. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, whatever was going, no, you're not, you're not bringing him on any show. (laughs) Right. Yeah, sure. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. But anyways. It's funny how we get guided on this kind of stuff, though. It really is. I mean, that's literally what was happening there. You were being guided. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate the way it previously happened that we had that whole scheduling thing. Um, cause I, I, I kept, I remember I was looking for how do I get you onto the show and I couldn't find a time to get you onto the show that fit your mm-hmm. schedule. That was, yeah. yeah, it was kind of unfortunate, but it all works out. It's worked out yep. very nicely. You're back. That's good. Yeah. Um, you haven't had a chance to meet Dean yet, but you'll meet him next week. Um, so. I'm proposing we, we got like a, uh, we're halfway through the show. Why don't we spend a good part of the show just, you know, getting out those cards. Let's see what we can do with cards. Let's see if we can do some okay. kind of, well, I have my little, my, my, uh, energy oracle cards. These are by Sandra Ann Taylor that, uh, I got as, as a recommendation from Linda Armstrong, who used to be a, a co-host here on the show. Okay. And, uh, I, I like them mainly because I like the artwork. They're gorgeous artwork. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, yeah, I have, these are my, this. These are my witch. Mm-hmm. That's the but, and then oh, let's turn her the other way around here. Oh, but, you got yeah, really nice artwork. I like that. But it's all witches, and I'm not really like into Wiccan or anything. But I just like, I it's just entertaining for me all these pictures, and there's all there's always a broom, a cat, a black cat, and there's something else. There's always like, <laughs> those three things in the. In the each picture, so it's well, it almost doesn't matter because of the way we're we're using them. We're we're not using them to actually do readings, although we can do that if you want to. Uh, we're just doing it to see what can we pick up off of each other's cards. 
you know, can we can we identify anything? Can we identify colors, shapes, objects, anything that comes to mind? So okay. let's let's see if we can let's 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 try that one. Let's let's just see what we can come up with. So, so you, just, you, you you just want me to pick a card out of the deck? Yeah, pick a card, and uh, we only have one person in the live stream right now, so we probably won't get a whole lot of live stream uh, participation. But that's okay. Um, yeah. Let me see what I can come up with, and okay. I, I can't honestly say I'm really good at this, but every once in a while I get something. So <laughs> you never really know. <laughs> I do know it has a lot to do with how, how great I'm feeling. And right now I'm feeling pretty good. Not 100% fabulous. Not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. So okay. I don't know. We'll see. So let me know when you have a card. I have a card. Okay. So I have no particular method. I'm just going to sit here and go with whatever comes to my mind first. Blue. Circle. Sponge. What the heck? <laughs> Blue, circle, and sponge. I have no idea why those would come in. I think I'm being influenced by your words. I keep getting weird. <laughs> I'll go with those. I, I have no idea if they have any accuracy at all, but you know, like I said, our, our motto is, mm, F it. Okay. So the blue, there's not very much blue in this card, but right before you said blue, I was looking, there's balloons in it, and there's a blue balloon. Oh, and, okay. And the sky is blue. So I'll just show it to you. Yeah, so hold, hold it up close to the camera there. Oh, okay. In the corner there, you can see the balloons. Yeah. On the side there, and then the blue sky, and then they're in a circle. They are. <laughs> but there's no sponge. I don't know where the sponge would come in, no. <laughs> Unless they're just sponges of information but yeah that's a pretty much of a stretch right there but the yeah. circle is cool okay yeah. what was the other thing i said something else too. oh weird but there's nothing really weird about that that's more festive than weird yeah that's right i'll, I'll go with with uh there's a little blue and there's uh they're definitely in a circle so i'll, I'll figure okay that was pretty good i'll go okay. with that yeah yeah so all right you, you are you ready your turn mm -hmm. all right Oh no, I showed you that one. I can't put that one up. <laughs> I know. After I said, there's a cat and a broom and everything where I'm like, oh, that was a dumb thing. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we did the same thing with, with Dean's cards. We know that they're all horses. So we've oh, kind yeah. of gotten away from saying, well, it's a horse, you know. <laughs> That's kind of obvious. So we we'll stay away from that. We, what else can we get besides the fact that it's a horse? So we know that you have witches and cauldrons and all that kind of stuff. What else can I find that's in there? That's what I was right, right. Now these are much more broad. There, there's no particular theme to these cards. So they're just oracle cards. Okay. You picked one, right? Yes, I'm sorry. I should have said I picked one. Go right ahead. I'm, waiting. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the card. I'm trying to send you signals, but it's not really working very well. Okay, so the first thing that comes is stars. Okay. 
and a face in purple. And then some sort of like gem or faceted stone. That's what I'm getting. Well, this is this is where I'm really glad that we have the um, approach we're taking. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> because none of those things are in this card. <laughs> My psychic abilities are hot today. <laughs> We have a hallway with a bunch of doors off of it. Um, yeah, there's no gem. There's no person. Okay. I'm looking at the message. The message is adjacent possibilities. I'm wondering if that some way connects to what you're talking about. Yeah, like nothing on this card. <laughs> nothing on this card matches. <laughs> That is funny. Oh my goodness. I, I want I want to look that one up. I want to look the card up to see if there's any clues as to you know oh. why we're getting that. Because I mean this is like total miss. <laughs> is there anything going on here? Sometimes the force of a habit keeps you stuck and unaware of potentially healthier and happier choices at hand. Yet every moment gives you the option to open a different door and take a different course. Whether it's in your thoughts, behaviors, or major life decisions. Hmm. And then there's more about that. So, sorry, I have nothing that connects in any way to what you said. <laughs> but that's all right. That's part of the reason why we do these experiments. Mm -hmm. Just, just to laugh, just to enjoy it. So, you want to try one more? Let me, let me try one more of your, of your cards. Let's see okay. if I can get anything. Let me know when you've got something. And we do have people in the live stream. If you want to participate, uh, um, people have kind of come in. We're just we're we're doing a little practice of of psychic reading. We're seeing if we can pick anything up from these uh, different card decks that we have. Shelley has a card deck that is based on uh, witch's theme, and I have a more generic oracle card deck. And we're just seeing if we can pick up any images. So if you want to participate, you know, type something in the live stream chat to let us know what you're picking up, and we will include it in the conversation. Um, but in the meantime, I'll just see what I can come up with. You got a card for us, Shelley? Yeah, I got All it. All right. Okay, so let's see what I can come up with here. I have a light, a, a white light. Yeah, it's a flash of some kind. Stars. White light flash and stars. You're not getting anything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you ready to see it? Uh, yeah, it looks like everybody's silent in the in the live stream. So show us what you got. Now, what do we have here? I have to go. So there kind of is a white light because it's really bright, like right where the where she's blowing out the music notes. Yeah, she's playing a flute. Yeah, but there's no real stars. No, there's no stars there. at all in there. Very musical though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this definitely falls into the effort category. You know, that's yeah. all right. That's part of the experiment here, just to see what we can do, what we can find, what we can connect to. 
Uh, to me, the exciting part, like I said, is when I actually hit something. Like, oh my God, I hit it. How did I do that? <laughs> like that last one you did good. Yeah, the circle was good. I like that one. All right. You want to try one more? Sure. All right, let's see what we got here. I'll just cut the deck and go. Like a bird, maybe some sort of explosion or fire. Okay. Maybe yellow. I think that's what I'm getting. You're doing very well on this one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. I don't know if you can see it. Let's see if I can hold up the camera so you can see the whole card. Oh. What you're seeing there is money flying around. Mm-hmm. That's what in the background, that is a, a, a large door opening. And it's, it's basically the, the uh, card is the door to value card. And in this card, you're basically seeing an explosion of money. There's money just like, it's like it's being blown up. There's this huge flying amount of money. There's a whole bunch of money in the background. Um, what was it you said about, you said a lighter color or something like that. I, can't I said yellow. Yellow. Well, yeah, yellow is a big theme. I don't know if you really see it in the color that you're seeing, but the card itself has a ton of yellow and gold in it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I'd say you did pretty well. You hit that one pretty, pretty good, I would say. Very, very good. And I was thinking, where does the bird fit in? The, the only thing I can think is that birds fly and this money's flying all over the place. Oh, maybe. So as far as I'm concerned, this is a win-win. You did really, really well on this one. Good. <laughs> we don't even have to call in our mantra. He's like, you, you nailed it. I, I that was good. I redeem myself after that. <laughs> 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 oh, that's what's fun about this. I mean, I don't think there's been a single time that we've done this where anybody has gotten everything right, you know, every time. Mm -hmm. I'm amazed that we get it right at all. So, I mean, to me, that was like, that was a a great successful reading right there. You got a lot of um, elements in in a pretty good way. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that I, I forgot to do. What we have been doing in the past is we've been reading what the cards are about. Let me see if I can find that card. I put the card away, but let me see if I can find it in the list. Oh, here it is. Page 99. Because often these these little descriptions we find are tying in pretty nicely to the conversation. So let's see if that's true in this case. So this is the card called The Door to Value, subtitled New Beginnings in Finance or Career. Um. Now, they have two different ways of reading it, in the upright position and in the reverse position. I actually picked it up in the reverse position, so I'll read that one. And it says, this card reversed signifies a partial or perhaps even potentially complete closing of the door. The hoped-for new opportunity where money or career is concerned may be delayed or possibly even derailed. Don't be disheartened, however. This card reversed reminds you not to put all your eggs in one basket. Diversify your interests and your efforts, and let your intuition guide you to the next open doorway. In the meantime, 
Open your heart and your mind to the other sources of value in your life. Money is a commodity, but so are time, tranquility, and love. So choose mm -hmm. to open the doors of these wonderful experiences yourself and find real value there. And then all of these have an affirmation attached to them. The affirmation in this case is, my life is opening to endless possibilities of prosperity. The river of abundance flows freely through my door, bringing me unlimited wealth. So card very much about wealth. But a reminder that you don't want to get all worked up about, well, it's not happening right now. Oh, my God, why am I not getting the wealth right now? Well, and that also that wealth isn't just about the finances. Like, like I have time freedom. Mm -hmm. That's my life. So that's that's a, that's an abundant, wealthy thing to have. It is. Yeah. Abundance yeah. is more than just money. Absolutely true. That's a that's a very big point going on there. Yeah. Plus, we've also learned over time that when we bring in a card, it may or may not be directly applicable to you or me or one of the people who are directly on the show, but there's almost invariably somebody in the audience who it applies to. So there's yeah. a very good chance that at least one, maybe even you know, a number of people in the audience who needed to hear that particular card today. So if that was you and you're one of the people listening today, congratulations on getting your card. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool stuff. So, all right. Well, we got about 15 minutes left. Uh, oh, I haven't done promos yet. So let me get those done and then, um, we'll figure out how we want to, uh, conclude the show for today. Um, first <laughs> and foremost, you know, you can't expect to see all three of us. It'll be Dean next week along with me and Shelly. Um, and you want to make sure you check into that because that'll be when Dean and Shelly actually meet for the first time. And it's going to be kind of fun because I have, I have a feeling, Shelly, you're going to ask him for that, that reading and he'll be, he'll be happy to oblige. I, I just know he will. Um, but that'll be good. Also, I've had some messages over the last few weeks for Dean and they will be asked. I've been hanging on to them. Um, people asking for, you know, assistance from him about uh, stuff going on in their lives. So if you send something in that you've been waiting for Dean to answer and well, I mean, we just haven't been able to, to do it the last couple of weeks. Last week we had the stream of David on, you know, so it's been a couple of weeks since Dean's been able to take any of these messages. But uh, rest assured, we will get to yours. If you want to be included, you want to have your question asked and answered by the military medium here on the show, um, just send it in. You can send it by email to me, walt at LOAToday.net, or you can use our lovely new LOA Today app. Did you know we have an app, Shelly? We, <clears throat> we have an app, the LOA Today app. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> And uh, it basically is a way to not only have an alternate way to listen to the episodes, because the 25 most recent episodes are always included in the app, but there are also a number of goodies that we've included. Um, there are some eBooks, there is a video course, there's an audio course, and there are a couple of forms that you can use for sending in questions or sending in comments and so nice. forth. Nice. So, I'll have to get that on my phone. Yeah, absolutely. It's available for both iPhones and Android phones, so just about anybody can use it. Um, you can find it in your... If you're on Apple's, you can find it in the App Store. If you're on on an Android phone, you can find it in the Google Play Store. Um, or sometimes, well, often we include links in the description to these shows, to the episodes, so you can find it that way, too. But make sure you download and share it, too. Sharing is important. We want more and more people to get the advantage of that. that I'll tell you one of the cool things that's in there, Shelley. Um, about, uh, what was it, four years ago, I edited a book, a collection of 55 Law of Attraction manifestation stories that I collected from a oh. bunch of people around the world, most of them life coaches, and really interesting stories. And that is included as a freebie in the app. So if you're looking for some light reading and something to kind of pick you up, 
that's another reason you get the LOA Today app. You get that nice ebook of all these uh, manifestation stories. They're pretty good ones. Yeah. Uh, so. At some point, I should tell my, I got my dream car a year ago. You did? A year ago, two days ago. And yeah, so that was. Well, tell fun. us this. Don't keep us on Tinder hooks. Tell okay. us the story. So last May, so May's my birthday and then it's Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And so last May, we got the first stimulus check and we got it, I believe, for both of us and then for our son because he was he was 18 until the 7th of May because he's a May baby, too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I had been driving a 2003 um, Dodge Grand Caravan for 16 years. Ah. And it was great. It had built-in car seats. It was great for when the kids were little. We did foster care for a little while. It was great having that. You know, it was great even when the kids were in high school because if they all wanted to pile in and take them and their friends somewhere, it was great for my reselling career because I could fit a ton of stuff in the back of that van. I could fit furniture, you know. And so I have been wanting a yellow Bumblebee Camaro for... Mm -hmm. Ever since they came out in like 2009, I was just, I've loved Camaros for, I I like the 60s and I like the 2000s. I don't really (laughs) care for any of the in-betweens. Okay. All right. (laughs) I just love that body style because they really replicated the body style for the new ones from the 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 60s was a classic style. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And so... I wanted one of the new ones. I, I actually looked into one of the '67 is my favorite year, but those were way out of budget for us at the time. But anyways, so my husband's like, I think we're gonna take part of that stimulus money, and we had some money in savings, and you're we're gonna get you a new car. You've been driving that van forever. Like it's time for you to get something, you know, a little more practical for having grown kids and all that. Mm-hmm. So. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, and that kind of happened like a day or so after, not that I needed his permission or anything, but I just kind of was like, you know what? I really need to get a new car. Like this, enough is enough. And there was like two days, and that was just a thought that I had, you know, driving down the road. Like a day or two later, he said that. So it was like I attracted that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then... Um, I put out on Facebook that I was looking for, like, I wanted something like 2012 or newer, something practical, something, but I just put it out on Facebook because you never know if, like, one of your friends is selling something and you're going to get a good deal or whatever. And so um, I put it out there, and a friend of mine that lives here in the Vancouver, Washington area, um, she has a Camaro, and she said, hey... Um, you don't need anything practical. You need to get your Camaro. And I was ah. like, I said, you know, we're going to have grandkids probably in the next five years. Hopefully <laughs> like I just, and she's like, Shelly, if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? And I'm like, well, I don't think, I don't think we can afford it. And she's like, look at the used ones. Like, of course, if you go get a brand new one off the lot, you're going to spend a fortune, but go look at the used ones and compare them to what you were going to spend on your little SUV or your little crossover or whatever. And I looked and I'm like, wow, like this is something. So then I'm over at another friend's house and 
and I'm talking to her about it and she's, and she goes, I said, but I don't know what color I'm going to get because I haven't been able to find the yellow and black one here in the area. And she's like, she just like grabs me by the shoulders. Shelly, you have to get the yellow and black one. She goes, <laughs> she goes, we traveled to like Salt Lake City sight unseen to buy a car before. You don't have to buy it local. Like a special car like this, you're probably not going to find it here. And so I, um, I looked and found one up in Seattle. I told the guy I want, um, I want to do all the financing, you know, and this is the middle of COVID. So I want to do all the financing. I want a warranty. I want to be able to just basically show up, test drive it for, 20 or 30 minutes, decide that I want it, sign the papers and go. Like, I don't mm-hmm. you know, because if you've ever bought a car, it's just, you know, like a four or five hour ordeal. Oh, it can be. Yeah, it's just crazy. And I'm just like, I'm not doing that. That's not part of my dream car plan. Right. So that was probably like on a Saturday or Sunday when I talked to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, we can do that for you. But let me talk to your husband because he's like the main finance you know he makes the most money in the house so he's gonna be on it too and so anyways he calls my husband at work my husband comes home from like that was like monday he comes home from work and says he wants us to come up sunday or i mean wednesday after work and i said so we're gonna you're gonna get off work we're gonna drive up to seattle which is like a two like with rush hour it could be like three or four hours you know Mm. And then, so we're going to get there at like seven or eight o'clock and then, and he goes, and he doesn't want to run our finances or any of that until we're there. And I'm just like, no, Uh, no, that was the dream. (laughs) And this, and this yellow Camaro was just a yellow Camaro. It didn't have the black racing stripes on it. Ah. And so I just like put an end to it. And my husband was like, really? And I'm like, really? Like, I'm not going to go up there and be up there till midnight on a weekday you know, like, no, I'm not. You weren't willing to settle. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And so then it was like the next day. So this is like Tuesday. Scott, my husband is at work and he sends me a listing for a Camaro that's in Grants Pass, which is Mm -hmm. about five hours south of here. And I was like, that's perfect because we're going to give our van to our, to my stepdaughter who lives in Klamath Falls, which is like an hour and a half, which is like an hour and a half past Grants Pass. Right. You know, and so I call them. I said, hey, look, I just want it all financed. I want I want a warranty. I want to come test drive it and sign the papers and drive off with it. And they're like, "Okay." And by that afternoon, I had paid a deposit for them to hold it till Saturday. Um. They had all my financing lined up. I, ha- I knew what my exact payment was going to be. I had, you know, a copy of the warranty emailed mm-hmm. to me. And that Saturday, we drove the van down to Grants Pass. We test drove it. And we there was a little glitch because it was pouring down rain in Grants Pass when we were there. Oh. And so their Internet was being really wonky. Mm. And so they couldn't connect with one of the banks that we originally had, but they immediately went to another bank. So we were there for about an hour and a half instead of like, you know, it wasn't quite as quick as you'd hoped for, but still. Yeah, but still. And then, 
and then we drove, he drove the Camaro, <laughs> and I drove the van, and we drove to Klamath Falls and left the van with my stepdaughter, and it was just, it just, and it, so it's something that I've wanted for years, and I've always, I've always, you know, just been like, I don't know how that's going to ever happen. You know, it's just like you put those blinders on and you can't see the possibilities. And even like it was like a couple weeks before he said, we should get you a new car. I remember seeing a Chevy Cruze, which is just like a small little Chevy sedan mm-hmm. four door. Yeah. And I, and I thought, oh, that would be OK. I could settle for that. And then I was like, no. <laughs> no, we never wanted one of those. What are you saying? And it was like, I don't know if that's what helped me shift to like, no, we're going to get what we want to get. But it's just like one of those things where people are like, I've been trying for all this time. And then, and I just, I'm not getting it and I'm not getting it. And I'm like, you have to let go of it. Like, And people don't understand what let go of it means. That means like, enjoy the minivan that you're in like i i just started every time i would get in my van i would pat her on the dash and be like such a good van you've been so great for us thank you so much and we drive wherever we're driving you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. appreciation appreciating everything that's in your life that's what you're doing there yeah maintaining a high vibration in the process yeah and it just it was just like magic, the way it all fell together. Well, also you, you decided, I, I, I don't think it was anything that happened to you. You made a decision. You, you were kind of encouraged by your friend. Your right. husband was supportive too, but you made a decision. You weren't going to settle this time. You wanted the dream, right. not half the dream, not quarter of the dream, the dream. You wanted the dream. And so the universe said, okay, here comes the dream. Yeah. Universe sent you some options. Okay, here's here's like halfway. You wanted to take this one. You said, no, no, no. I want the full deal. Yeah. And so you wait and you got the full deal exactly the way it was supposed to work. So that's yeah. that's a good manifestation story. I like that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. By the way, uh, for those who like manifestation stories, there's going to be a really cool episode on Thursday. I forgot to tell you about a good friend of Alex King is going to be joining us. Actually, a, a friend of her fiance, Kenny, is going to be joining us. He's going to tell us the story about his journey leaving behind a drug addiction and how he ended up doing that using the law of attraction. So you guys want to tune into that. Oh, one. It's going to be a really, really good story. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. But in the meantime, it's good to have you back. I mean, it's going to be great oh. to have uh, you and Dean on the same show together, but uh, this is good. It's been an opportunity for us to catch up because we haven't talked in a while. So, yeah. 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 So welcome back to the show. And thank and, you so uh, much. Thanks and thanks for, for deciding to come back. Oh yeah. I'm glad that you decided to come back. It's a good thing. Um, so anyway, thank you very much. Thank you also to uh, people who are tuning into the live stream. People were popping in and out. Good to see you guys. Especially thank you to our podcast listeners because, hey, we wouldn't have a podcast without you. And, and you're the ones that make it all worthwhile. I mean, I, I've i been doing this show now, Shelly, for eight and a half, going on nine years. It's almost nine years now. And the listeners, more than anything else, have, what, have been what kept me going. So I appreciate the listeners, too. Talk about appreciating. Yeah. I appreciate all of our listeners. So yeah. thank you guys very much. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.